couple of years ago, I stopped by a um, funeral home where I was, uh, well, there was a wake was, was going on. Um, I had the, uh, I was going to be doing the funeral the next day for this uh, gentleman who died. So I stopped by the wake just to meet for a couple of minutes with the family to uh, get a little bit of an idea of who the person was. I always got a couple of, couple of questions that I, I always ask, kind of obvious stuff. Just, you know, tell me a little bit about, in this case, I, was, I met with the son of the deceased. You know, I suppose I said, tell me, tell me a little bit about your father and what did he do? And, and I always ask, uh, along the way, I'll ask him about their faith. I'll say, you know, were they religious person? And um, I usually get one of two answers. Sometimes right away you'll get a, yeah, very much so, you know. Went to church all the time, very, very faithful. Uh, other times, you get a little bit, of a little bit of a pause, and they'll say, well, no, not really a churchgoer, but definitely a, a believer, definitely somebody who prayed and somebody who believed in God. Um, this time, the response of the son was, was kind of different. Um, he said to me, uh, when I asked about, when I asked that question, he said, well, he didn't go to church, like ever, ever. But he said he was a very, very good Catholic. <laughs> so I was just like a little like thrown off by that. Um, that's not the only measure of being a good Catholic going to church, but it's kind of a big one. So I said, you know, what do you, what do you mean? It just seemed like a little bit of a, kind of a contradiction. So uh, he explained, he said to me, uh, he told me that his father, when they were kids, he had an older brother, and when his older brother, uh, I think they were both in their 20s, the older of the two died. Uh, he committed suicide. And then he said, uh, the church wouldn't bury the brother of this guy. They wouldn't allow a funeral mass they wouldn't allow uh, him to be buried in a Catholic cemetery. And this family, the son, uh, the son of the deceased at this wake, tells me about his father's family and that they were very Catholic, very practicing. And he said, he said, my father never got over that. He himself was about 20 when this all happened. And he said, he just never, he never forgot it. He never got over it. And he never went back to Mass, um, like for the rest of his life, for like another 60 years. That was the 1960s, the early 60s. And that was the rule of the church. <laughs> Hard to believe, but that was the rule of the church. And the, the thinking was this. Um, we're stewards, not owners of the life that God has entrusted to us. So we don't own our lives. Our lives aren't ours to dispose of. So when somebody does that, that's a terrible thing. Well, that's all true. Everything I just said there is true. We don't own our lives. We still believe that. 
That hasn't changed. But what has changed is how we as a church respond to suicide and lots of other moments in life. We don't abandon or punish those left behind. And that's the effect of what we did back then. And again, it was a long time ago. 60 years ago, there's lots of things that would, lots, all of everybody, not just the church, said and did that we wouldn't say or do today. You know, there's probably more than a few things that were like, I can't believe I thought something was okay because I never would be okay with it today. And I think we just have a better understanding today of mental illness and depression and despair. So we changed that terrible rule that we had as a church. But this guy never forgave the church, sadly, for not being there at this worst moment in this family's life, had to be. And here's like the kind of the sad sort of irony to it. The son of the deceased, the guy who never went back to church, he said he never lost his faith, ever. He just didn't come to church. He said if he went into the, his parents' bedroom next to his bed or their bed on his, his and you know, uh, thing, huh? His side. His side, yeah. Um, you know, there were, were rosary bead, rosaries that were used, there were prayer books, the novena booklets. Like, he knows this guy was a man of faith. He said they were all raised in the church. He just wouldn't go. It's like he stood outside the door for 60 years, kind of listened from a distance but he never came back in. I mean, like, how sad is that? And to think that the church somehow was re the reason for that. Sometimes we just get it wrong. How we could have ever thought that was okay, I don't know. In 1960, when that happened, like how the pastor, I mean, maybe he thought it was crazy too and just had to follow the rule, but how did the church think that telling a grieving family in a moment like that, especially a, a church family, sorry, we won't be able to be here for you now. Like, how could we have ever thought that was okay? Sometimes we just get it wrong. I mean, I think in a way it's what Jesus is speaking to in a, in a general sense in this gospel. He's speaking to the church of his day. And he's pretty much saying, hey, you guys got it all wrong. This is not the way it's supposed to be. This is not what a, a community of faith should look like. Somewhere along the way, you messed it up. In this case, the, today's gospel, you know, he attacks hypocrisy and lip service, saying one thing, doing another, externals being most important when they're not. He says, you people honor me with words, but your hearts are far from me. They just lost sight 
of what religion should look like and what religion should be about. And he goes after them for it. I mean, it still happens. I mean, think about this. I mean, I know I've said this before. Look at the way the church treats bishops and cardinals, the way they dress. Don't they look like princes? I mean, we call cardinals princes of the church. They sit in these big giant thrones like kings. Do you think Jesus would, be, would sign off on that? Like, do you think Jesus would be okay with that? I mean, he explicitly trashed that kind of stuff. And over the course of centuries, we sort of morphed into that. And that's not the whole church, of course, but it's a part of it. When a cardinal shows up, it's like, you know, traffic stops. It's like, it's like God walked into the room. It's not God. He's not Jesus. But the system almost lifts these guys up like they almost are. We just get it wrong. And Jesus said, make it right. Fix it. Whatever's broken, fix. I remember, this is a long time ago, in a previous parish, I was helping out. We have, you know, when, a, when a families, have, parents have a baby, first child baptized, they have to go for a, kind of like a baptism class. So I was involved with that one night. And it was the first time I guess I had done it, because I had never met this couple that ran it. And they were wonderful. Married couple, parents, you know, they were 60 maybe. And they were just talking about the importance of faith in the life of your family. And she talked about, she had three, they had three kids, two of them early on, and then a little bit of a gap with the third. She was in her 20s when she had the first two. And she said, you know what, at that point in her life, she was very career focused. She'd gone to a good college. She had a good job. And she kind of thought, like now having kids and stepping away somewhat, at least, from that would just wouldn't be good. So she said she didn't. I mean, she must have somewhat, but in the big picture, not so much. I'll never forget it. She said that um, she looked back on it and she realized that for a period of time, there were too many other people were with her little, with, with her too. There were other people that were with her kids in some respects more than she was. Hey, that happens. We all do that. We all have people who, who watch our kids, of course. But it was too much. It was too many. And then by the time she had the third one, she kind of realized, like, career is important, but she realized, like, I'll, I'll never get those years back with the first two. She said, you know, her mom was like a 1950s housewife, and she didn't want that. So she, like, threw it all away, practically. And then realized what she had done as she got a little bit older. And she was really kind of just, I was so kind of inspired by her honesty. 
to these new parents. She was like, don't make my mistake. Sometimes we just get it wrong. The big stuff, the stuff that we think we'd never mess up, sometimes we do. How could you mess, how could a church mess up a moment like that? A suicide death, this grieving, heartbroken family, and we say, sorry, like, we're not gonna be here? I was watching last night in the news that uh, those 13 service men, service members who died in Afghanistan a couple of days ago, Five of them, five of the 13 are 20. They're 20 years old. How could we have gotten that so wrong? How could we have messed this thing up so horribly? And probably what's gonna happen in the next couple of days? How could we have been so wrong? You know, what do you do when the important players get it wrong? Like church, like family, like country. I mean, what are the the parents of those, just go with those five who are 20, and I'm not ignoring the other eight, but the five who are parents of of these 20-year-olds, like, what are they thinking this morning about their country? And how we allowed this to happen? How could they have gotten it so wrong? Well, that family 60 years ago, well, we know what that family did. We know what at least the, the brother of that man who died did. He just walked away. We can't walk away because country and family and church are just too important. They matter too much. We walk away from them, we're more lost. We don't leave. We work to get it right. Right the ship. Pick up the pieces. But we don't leave, we reform. Because there's too much about those players that's just necessary. There's too much about the church that's good and about our country that's good and about family life that's good to say we walk away when we get it wrong. How about when it's ourselves? A little bit like that mother who spoke. She talked about herself. How about ourselves? So what's not right? What's something we've gotten wrong? Make it right. 